Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 268, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says the future is what you do today. What are you doing today? And joining me on today's show is Rob Howes. Rob is an empowerment artist with a passion for people and their prosperity. And Rob's mission is to create billions of healthy, wealthy human doings by empowering people with the knowledge and the tools that lead them to live healthier, more prosperous lives. And if you're watching on uh, Facebook or our video, you'll see this incredible hashtag that he's got on his T-shirt. And if you're listening to the audio, you really need to go and, and watch the video. Anyway, on today's show, Rob's going to share an empowered mindset with practical applications to apply. He's also going to talk about how to live physically in the best shape of your life, as well as how to stay focused and execute effectively every day in your business. So very important and lots, lots more. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. This is amazing. I'm I'm excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we have spoken prior. Uh, We connected on LinkedIn and we've had a Zoom chat and a lot of the messages and core values that you share is very much aligned with what we stand here for at the Christian Entrepreneur Podcast, as well as just with the Ambitious Entrepreneur. So really looking forward to you sharing a bit about your story, your journey, as well as the tips, tools, and strategies. So share a little bit. One of the things that I love to get people to do, Rob, is just to give an overview, a snapshot, if you will, under how and, and what led you down the path to now really speaking this message and making an, an impact in the world as you are today. What was your journey? You know, thank you for asking that question. And it's funny, every time you answer that question or I answer that question or a person answers that question, it's like, um, although you've answered the question before, it's like when you read a book again and again and again, you see it from a different light. And you, when I share it, like I go back and, and it really inspires me to think about you know, the trials and tribulations and the failing forward and how sometimes when you're in those, the muck, it feels as if you'll never get out. But then when you get out, you realize it was a test that was going to create a testimony. And so like my life has been a bunch of those testimonies from tests, you know, failing forward as than anyone else. But, you know, I think I was really blessed as a young, as a child to grow up in the hood and in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably, and I, I've said that for years, but in my 40s, I really, it really resonates and, and it feels so 
uh, powerful when I think about it because I grew up where literally where I was shot, almost killed in the hood, different mentality, but then maybe three miles up the road was my grandmother in the suburbs, all white community. They called me nigger. It was like a totally different paradigm, but I noticed something very parallel, similar about both of those demographics, both of those people, both of those mindsets, and they were limited. Mm. Uh, they were, it was, they were only, they only saw what they saw. Cause see, I was seeing what they saw, but then I would leave and go somewhere else and see something else. But it's really interesting. So as you grow up, um, you begin to learn about yourself and learn about people. And what I really began to find is that people are not mindful. Mm. They're really not. I mean, if you think about it. When do you stop? Ask yourself, when do you stop and just stop for a second? Take a look at the tree, listen to the birds. Listen to your children. When, when are you present where you're present? So this has like been my mission over the last 10 years. And really over the last three years, I've been refined enough to be able to deliver it with the kind of potency that can have an impact on somebody. So I know I went a long way around telling you. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. no, no, thank you so much. And I think, you know, often when we start to share our journey and our testimony and our story, we realize how many other people are experiencing that and still going through seasons of struggles and trials. And so knowing that we've walked that journey, we've healed from that, we've been strengthened through that. And, and not that we want others to go through various challenges that we have gone through, but as you look back, Rob, can you see that the many challenges that you've overcome through those challenges, your character was shaped and now you're able to bless others through your message of hope and, and empowerment and it's only because of having experienced that and gone through that, that you can now bring that message forward. Would you say that that's been something that you've learned and, and now continue to experience? Absolutely. And, and I'll tell you from the beginning of time when I was in the hood in the suburbs to even a grown man, I, I really began to understand the power of communication. Like through all the things that I've gone through and experienced, I realized that communication really was the glue. It was the glue or it was the separator. I watch how people communicate, the lack thereof or too much of, and you can see the outcome in communication. I began to study it, you know, psychology, neuroscience. I studied child psychology for years. But I really started to study psychology and how the mind works and neuroscience and how the cells work so I could understand clearly how everything's actually happening because I, I realized that communication really was the bridge. That's the connector. And so, so, you have a message, like I do, I'm being healthy. Your message is a message unless you can communicate it. And all the experiences that I've had up to this point had just really helped me to be able to communicate in a variety of different sectors. Mm. Yes, love that. You know, and communication is so very powerful. And I remember a, a saying that we, I heard growing up as a child, and I realize now as an adult, and as you talk about neuroscience, that is actually untrue. And that was, you know, sticks and stones will hurt my bones, but words will never harm me, which is the absolute untruth because the things that we say to ourselves when we're by ourselves or the things that other people say around us can impact us if we allow it to. And of course, we, and I just said this to my daughter the other day, yesterday, I said, you can't change what other people say, do or act around you or say to you, but you can change the way it's going to impact you. So you can decide how it's going to impact you. So let's talk about having an empowered mindset. What are yes. some practical applications we can apply? So very important. 
particularly if we're stuck and we just can't get through um, you know, being triggered by something that someone might have said to us as a child or growing up or an experience. So what are yeah. some things that we can do to help us shift through that? You know, the, the, the most important, I would say there's probably some parallel, very important ones, but the most important one would be to get present where you're present. Mm -hmm. If you're anxious, a lot of times you're anticipating what might happen too much. And if you're depressed, you're thinking about what happened. You're lost in the past. Anxiety, you're lost in, in the future. But when you get present where you're present, and it's, it's, a, it's a twofold, get present where you're present and become grateful for something. Mm -hmm. because the stress whenever you're stressed you're really just being selfish I'm being selfish when I get stressed out I'm thinking all about what I'm going through it's all about me and my pain you know, I, Tony Robbins woke me up to that when I was going through some depression I was really trying to find my way out I started studying YouTube like how do I beat this thing and I was fighting it when I turned 40 years old a lot of chemical things started happening a lot of stuff was happening and I wasn't prepared for it okay? but I did have YouTube University and so <laughs> You know, it, it was focused on what you're focusing on. That's what the main theme was. I realized that the reason I'm feeling because I have stinking thinking, so I have stinky thoughts. So really, the, the the practical step is think about what you want and think about what the first step is going in that direction. That simple. What do you want? Once you visualize it, you see it, you believe you can achieve it. See it now. What is the first step towards it? And then you're you're completely removed from any other thoughts because those thoughts don't associate. It's like dark and night. You know, dark and night, same thing. How about light and dark? They don't exist together. You know, the light wins. Mm. You got to be light in, the dark can't survive. Yeah, so, so true. You know, one of the things as you're sharing about that, you know, the, the thoughts, and often we can become very anxious. And what we do is we look out for evidence to prove the belief. And sometimes those beliefs are unhelpful. But what we do is we look for beliefs that proves the evidence that are true or the evidence that we want is true. So often we miss the good things that are happening. And I love the way that you said, you know, when we're mindful, we, we really can stop our thoughts and start to enjoy the tweeting of the birds or a brook, you know, whatever. The leaves on a tree are beautiful. I mean, here in, in Australia, uh, we've got spring, our season of spring. And of course, we've got the buds in the trees and the amazing thing, which we, we may all struggle with, I know I do, hay fever. It's one of the most, you know, wonderful things on earth. It's not really. However, and I think it's how do we look at something? How do we let it affect us? And, and of course, in the Bible, we were reminded, renew your mind every single morning. What did you start to notice when you were more mindful about the, not only the thoughts when they came to you, but what we can do is we can continue to fuel those thoughts. But once you realize I need to be careful about what I focus on, what started happening when you started to bring more positive and focusing more on, on positive thoughts? You know, it's really like a light switch went on. That's, that's really what happens when you, when you choose. Whatever, it's so interesting. It's like if you go into a party and you walk, walk into the party and in one room, you know, they're arguing and fighting. And if you sit in that room all day, if you leave, you'll leave that party thinking, oh man, that party, all they were doing was, was fighting. Yeah. In another room, they're hugging and they're lovey and everybody's it's bubbly. It's, if you were in that room, you'd leave saying, huh, that was a nice party, it was bubbly, right? If in another room, no one's talking at all, it's quiet, you'll leave saying, wow, that was boring. Whatever room, the room is what you're focusing on. So all you saw was people fighting. So you were focusing on that. But if you took your attention somewhere else, you'd have had a different experience. 
Mm-hmm. So it literally, the moment you shift your focus, you shift your experience. Yeah. You know? And I mean, your, your personal reality, it's, it's so funny. I think it was, um, uh, man, I want to I give him props right now. I think it's Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. It was Joe Dispenza. I think so. I'm 98% sure. And he talks about this thing about how your, your, your thoughts, your thoughts like a C, why well, added the C part? And then when you think about something, it becomes a mood. Oh, okay. You feel in a certain kind of way. You think about it even longer, that mood then becomes uh, a temperament. Mm. It stays on you a little bit longer. But if you stay on that same thought long enough, that temperament becomes a personality trait. Mm-hmm. Your personality creates your personal reality. So anytime you don't like the world you're living in, just start thinking about the thoughts that you've been letting in because that's the seed that creates the reality. It's yeah. like, wow, you know? Powerful stuff, powerful stuff. One of the things that I learned when I was doing some, um, you know, learning about the, the mind and, and neuroscience and, and things like that was how uh, if we take it right back, often what we do to change something is we try and change a behaviour. So we'll do different actions to try and get a, a different result. But if we back it, backtrack it, our, our beliefs and our values, which are very much core to who we are, impact our thoughts and our feelings and how we think and what we feel will often impact our behavior and our behavior Mm -hmm. generates the outcome that we want so if we only change the behavior and not the 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 you know the belief that is that is supporting that behavior it's like i'm going to get nervous and i'm going to make a mistake when i public speak you know many people fear public speaking so if you've got a belief i'm a you know i'm a terrible public speaker i'm going to make a mistake and forget what i'm going to say and everyone's not going to like me you're feeding that. So the thoughts and feelings you're going to be noticing are negative. You're going to be looking out for the people who've got a blank look on their face and they might be thinking, did I leave that? You know, did I turn the light off? You don't know what people are thinking. So therefore, it's just this, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy or almost. But I love the way that you're saying, you know, if you really start to understand and pinpoint what is it that I'm feeding myself consistently or, or focusing on consistently, change that you impact your thoughts and your feelings, your thoughts and feelings impact your behavior, a much better behavior, which yeah. then generates the results that we're looking for. Something I think I know that many people do struggle with is how to live physically in the best shape of your life. I mean, fitness and, and being healthy um, is something that many, many people struggle with. So what are some insights you want to share in this area? You know, it's, it, it really it boils down to first, it's like you, you become aware then you take interest and then you take actions. Like you become aware of something. Okay. Then you get interested, then you take action. People first have to become aware of why it's important. Because if you don't become aware of why it's important, then it'll just be a fad. It'll be something that you just do. You have to understand and commit and really accept that the way you show up physically, mm. it determines everything about what you do mentally. Yes. Spiritually. It's all connected to your temple. So this this is your tool. And so if someone's interested in like just making a shift, the worst thing you can do is say, I'm going cold turkey tomorrow, I'm going to the gym five days a week. You're basically gonna overload yourself, get paralysis analysis, you're not gonna do anything. Mm. So again, it goes back to the tiny step. You always think baby step. Just think about how we start as human beings, baby steps. Mm. Basically, we are flying 747 jets across the sky, but it started with a baby step. And don't lose the importance and the significance of the baby step. Baby step could be, you know what? From the grocery store, I'm gonna park maybe a block away. I'm gonna take the stairs at work. I'm gonna bring my lunch to work 
because if I bring my lunch to work, I have at least planned one meal and I won't get sabotaged by the cookies in the break room. Yeah. You know, small little adjustments. I'm going to put my clothes to work out for the gym. I'm going to put my clothes on my bed or on the ironing board or just put them out so I can see them when I wake up. So it's not a thought. I just put them on. Mm. So it's tiny little things that you do. And what you'll notice, Emory, this is amazing. Once you start doing that, you never want to stop. Yeah. It's like you can't unlearn. You can't unfeel what this feels like. You will never want to feel anything besides your your body's optimal performance level. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Uh, I, uh, you know, you hear I hear a lot of business owners who really, um, you know, provide uh, even evidence for themselves that when they're looking after themselves physically, they're able to perform better. Their mind is far more active. And, you know, um, I listened to an interview again on YouTube University um, from Carolyn Leaf and she's a neuroscience and she's actually a Christian neuroscience. And she was saying that whenever we're trying to change a new habit or change something for the betterment, 63 days, if we continue that for 63 days, the, 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 the neuro pathways and the, the brain itself will then support us. And often about around about I think it was a 45 days but near the end or towards near the end that is often when we give up or what we do is I've got this I've got this and we stop and then we kind of slowly just every so, so often start to go back to our uh, older habits oh I might sleep in today you know yep. going strong because then it becomes part of your day-to-day -day actions and this is something that you want to talk about as well, how to stay focused and execute effectively every day in your business. And I know many of us, and I will put my hand up myself, sometimes procrastination, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. So what are some insights that you can share around how can we stay focused and execute effectively in our business? Well, there, there's been several studies done, um, several. I got one ratio says 50%, one says 60, one says 70. And this is the percentage of whenever someone writes something down, that's the percentage of them actually doing it. Hmm. When you write something down, you heighten your percentage. We're going to go from 50 to 70%. Yeah. You heighten your productivity percentage by at least half. Yeah. So the first thing would be to write it down. Hmm. So you, you do what's called a brain dump. Get it out of your head, put it on paper. Because as long as it's up here, it's up there with the other 60,000 plus thoughts you have a day. Not much is gonna happen, that's a riot right there. Come outside of the mind riot, step outside for a second into the peaceful woods and put it on some paper or actually, let's get with the times and put it on some, on a Google doc or a spreadsheet that way you can have it on your phone at a glance, you can always have it with you. But the point is, the way I do my day is I, I actually, I, I get, I'm a little obsessed with not wasting time, you know, cause I'm, I'm obsessed with being, becoming my best self. And so there's a different sense of urgency this season for me. So I'm, I'm a little over the top. So you don't have to go all the way this way, but I'm going to tell you what it is anyway. Yeah. And so my day is literally written out, you know, by the hour. So four to six, when I get up in the morning, I have a structure to do. It's from seven to nine, I have a structure to do. From eight and then from nine to 10. And then however it's broken up, typically in one hour pocket, sometimes I'll stretch it to an hour and a half or two. Mm -hmm. it's an hour. Because the point for that is, if I know the time, that I'm doing everything. When you start to get lost in the text or get lost in the conversation or lost like we do, I go back to the book, that's my GPS. Yeah. As long as you have a GPS, it's okay if you wander off. Like the children of Israel, they wandered around for 40 years. I mean, 
That was an 11-day journey. We don't, we don't want, want to do that. Okay, right. Omega-3 years, okay? <laughs> Just to wander, wander a little bit and look back at GPS and get back on track. And you won't be able to get back on track if that track doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You're there. What are the most important things I need to get done the next day? Yeah. Write those things down. When you put them down, then you'll think to yourself, okay, what's the best way to do that? Because maybe going to the grocery store, you know, at, in, in the afternoon is not the move. Mm. But you won't know that until you put it down. This has literally changed my life. I've always used to do this. I even have something called the focus formula. Mm-hmm. Um, but this timelining, timelining my production, it just it keeps me accountable. Yeah. And I just, I, th- I think I've hyped my productivity. I, I wouldn't pass the 70%. I think I'm like 200%. I, I love lists myself and I remember, and everyone's different. I think one of the things you've got to do is find out what environment do you do your best work and then set that environment up with intention every single day because mm-hmm. I love lists. And I had a colleague, this was a number of years ago, and we used to do bookends where we would send at the beginning of the, of the week all of the core goals that we wanted to achieve. And then every day we would send the things that we wanted to work on and she, she emailed me after we were doing this for a little while. She goes, she goes, Anne-Marie, when I look at your list of what you're doing each day, she says, I'm exhausted. How do you do it all? I said, look, you know what I love to do? And, and today I was at the gym and we had to do um, G, uh, GVT, I think it's called, where we had three exercises, my, my daughter's, um, my instructor, and my other daughter goes with me. So we had three um, exercises that we need to do and we need to do each of them 10 times. And we had our names in 10 little stripes. And my daughter said, I'll rub them off. I said, no, I want to, because it's the best part. Shh, done. So I love <laughs> ticking things off. And so when I do a list, tick, cross, that to me is achievement done. And I know that works for me. And so yeah. like every little thing I'll write down, even if it's a small activity, because it's a little mini win and it, and it pulls me forward. So you notice that when you start to do that, you keep on focusing on track. And what other things you do? For me, I love batching. So like, you know, similar tasks, like if I'm doing back-to-back interviews, I want to get them all out of the way, then I want to do something else. Are there any other activities that you do that has been really helpful to maintain productivity and, of course, focus? Absolutely. Um, So really probably the most powerful thing that I'm doing while I'm working is understanding what part of the brain that I'm using on this particular project or this particular entity. And so if I'm doing like LinkedIn, commenting, follow, that's one part of the brain. If I'm doing editing videos, it's a different part of the brain. And it's it's important to understand how those parts of the brain work for you because you don't want to go back and forth. That's called thrashing. I think it's called um, cognitive penalty switch. Cognitive penalty switch. And so when you're focusing on something, the moment you focus on it, your brain has to load it. And then if you move the focus to answer the phone or do this, then it loses the load, has to load that up. Yeah. And what that does, it actually drains you. Mm. So you're draining your cognitive fuel that way. So for me, I understand that my the creativity part, the part I enjoy, four to six in the morning, which just me, it can't be interrupted. And then some of the other, the other things like maybe commenting and following up, I can do that and it doesn't really matter where that is Mm-hmm. But when I do that, I'm just in my analytical brain. Then you know, I'm just in the, not, not analytical brain. I'm in my my community brain. Yeah. And then when I have to go to maybe some more analytical things like spreadsheets and doing the data and going back through the pipeline and you know just all that's the analytical. I don't mix them up. I used to, 
I didn't know what I was doing until I started listening to Joe Dispenza. And he was talking about just how the brain works. And that's why I said I studied this stuff because I want to know, like, really, how do I perform at my highest level? Like, I want to know now. Yes. Well, you know what? What you explain to me gives me a scientific basis on why I batch. Because I found if I was doing a recording, then I went to an article, then I do this, then I do that. I was exhausted and seriously would often go, I don't know how I'm handling this. So exactly, you use similar brain functions to do the task and you've got a momentum building, don't you? Like if you're commenting, you go commenting on LinkedIn and there you go, you're liking, sharing, all that kind of stuff. Then you switch off and then you move to something else and far more productive. I love Mm -hmm. that. Any other tips? I, I love, I can geek out on this because it's like, oh, okay, I can implement that. So what are some other things that you do? Yeah, th- this right here. Oh, there we go. Taking us for a walk. So everyone listening to the uh, audio version of the podcast, we are going for a walk. <laughs> so this is uh, something that I do. Uh, a lot. Uh-huh. So I'll just, uh, while I'm working, I might just go into a plank. And what happens is I'm going to do a couple things. Yeah. No yoga stretches. I do, a, I do a few things while I'm working because, again, now when the blood starts flowing, mm. it starts going to the brain. The hippocampus starts to control the focus. And actually, it makes you smarter. It does heighten your IQ. When you get that blood flowing, think about when you at, when you're at the gym, how good you feel when mm-hmm. those endorphins. So while you're sitting down on the chair all day, getting a lot of stuff done, you want to get up. You yeah. want to make sure at least every half hour, especially if you're a sitter, get up for at least a half hour and do something. A couple push-ups, yeah, a couple yoga splits, you know, whatever you want to do, and this literally will shift. Amazing, yeah, that's good. Yeah, how you work. I just share that because um, that's been helpful for me. Yeah, and it's so true that we need to get our mind shifted at, at because some, and sometimes it is moving to a different location or whatever it is. You hear some people that actually go for a walk, you know, a yeah. brisk walk or out into the park or wherever they are, are located. And that just refreshes fresh air, I think. But the movement is so very important, particularly since a lot of us now are very static in the work that we do, we're sitting for long periods of time. So, I mean, some people even have uh, standing desks, don't they? Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to get one in my office form of the computer that my podcasting equipment is on, but unfortunately my office isn't big enough um, for the desk that I wanted, but I'll, I'll figure out another way. I might just have to move my office into a bigger yeah. room here, I think, but, but it's important. All of those things are, are really important. Fabulous stuff that we've spoken about today, Rob. I know everybody would love to know how can they connect with you? How can they find out more about the awesome work that you're doing? You know, um, where are we on now? We're we on Facebook. I, I typically say whatever platform or on, just click on my face, you know, <laughs> click on my face. <laughs> but honestly, if you go to Rob House on Google, yeah. um, all my stuff pops up. Yep. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm one of the top Rob houses in the world. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. And of course, we'll put all those links there. And of course, house is spelled H-O-W-Z-E. And we'll put all the links on the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE268. And you can certainly uh, connect with him there. And of course, we met on LinkedIn. You've got some good stuff. And I know that you are doing a 30 days uh, video challenge. 
coming up too. And so yeah. for those of you who are listening to the video version of this podcast, you guys can go and check and connect with Rob there so that you can see the awesomeness that he shares, will be sharing. When are you starting that? I think you've already started that, haven't you? Yeah, starting on my daughter's birthday, Wednesday, October 17th. Ah, there you go. So that's tomorrow for us, but the next yeah. day for you because we're I'm calling in from your future. So we're a day ahead of you. <laughs> there you go. Well, look, thank you so much, Rob, for coming on the show. One of the things I do with all of my guests is just to end the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Absolutely. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Rob today. And uh, just be reminded how important it is to set a clear intention and set up the right environment for us to be able to work the best that we can possibly be as we're building our kingdom businesses. Father, we just want to uplift up Rob and his family and his business in prayer. Will you continue to bless the work that he is doing? Continue to just continue just to spread the message far and wide so that uh, his message can continue to impact uh, the one billion healthy, wealthy people that uh, he wants to impact in the world. So Father, we just want to ask uh, all of this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Rob, for coming on the show and empowering us. I know that your word is in power and, um, you know, that we're part of uh, the, yeah, the, the impact that you want to make, which is, of course, one billion healthy and wealthy human uh, being. Now, we had human doings in the show notes. Was that correct? Just That's share correct. with us. You, what, what's yeah. the purpose behind that? Because we're doing, we're, we're out there. Yeah, out there doing. I, we, uh, a lot of times we get, we get kind of stuck in the beat. I'm just gonna this. I'm just gonna be, you know. It's not really about just being. It's about doing. Being kind of um, you know, you whatever happens happens. Yeah. But doing is action. So we need to be human doings. Human doings. Love it. I'm glad I circled back and asked you because as I was going through the introduction, I thought, oh, this is going to be an interesting uh, reason why I thought so. So thank you for sharing and thanks once again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.